Hi, this is Mary H.K. Choi, and you're listening to Hey Cool Life, a micropod about mental health and creativity. The date is February 18th, 2019, and this is episode 44, um, which is weird. Four in a lot of um, Eastern cultures, specifically Chinese that I know of, means death. So death, death, but four plus four equals eight, which means money. So hopefully today is actually auspicious and this, and I get this pod off, um, to satisfying results. Um, I'm leaving the desert today. It was really, um, hard. Uh, it's so funny. The thing that I don't think about is how any experience that I've had in the past um, is just really different. Like I, I was like, oh, it should be fine spending a whole month in the desert with my partner and nobody else because we've done things like that before. But oftentimes that experience is from a time that I was like just really stoned. <laughs> um, and now that I am more cognizant of my feelings, um, it's really hard to put my body in places and sort of know what it will feel like this time. So it was being in the desert alone was too hard. Um, so we were heading back to another more populated area and I want to blame myself for it like it feels like such a retreat it feels like a capitulation it feels like something I did incorrectly um but I wanted to share something um that hopefully has utility for you which is that you know there are no failures um there's only more data And this is something that's so hard to accept, especially if you have a penchant for perfectionism or fixing or like fixing after the fact or like ruminating or like pre-visualizing just anything um, where you're preparing for some really idealized version of what you're going to accomplish. And yeah, it's been really hard. There's been a lot of mutual blaming between me and my partner, which really blows um and is really scary because it's like that heightened sensitivity of not only being sort of tethered together but then sort of like um a wash in like a great just like sea of um desert wow metaphors um but yeah so you know it's kind of this thing where when I was when I'm not in a really great place, I get really down on myself and, you know, I'm always like, today wasn't great, but tomorrow we get to do it all over. It's like a a reset, a hard reset. It's going to be great. And, you know, I'm going to learn, I've learned all this stuff and I'm applying it, da, 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 da. And so it's going to be perfect. And instead of that framing, which always left me feeling really anxious like sometimes it would be really hard for me to turn my brain off to go to sleep at night like I would have that thing of like closing my eyes and then like 20 pairs of inside eyes like spring open um and 
inevitably when I don't sleep very well, I don't perform very well. So that day would kind of be like weird. And then I would just feel really extra crummy because I've quote, wasted two days. Um, instead of getting this like perfect day that I had idealized and dreamed of. Um, so instead of thinking about like resets, which was also like a really tough part of um, having an addiction where I was just like, I didn't do great today, but tomorrow it's going to be all better. And I hate myself enough today. And that's going to be the engine that will fuel my like willpower. And tomorrow it'll be clean. And sometimes tomorrow was clean, but then it would be incredibly white knuckled and that would just come out the next day or the next day after that in like a really blowout, um, just addict day. So people have told me that recovery, you know, it's like a car and you can ding it because you're not perfect. Just don't total it. Um, just don't say fuck it and like drive it headlong into oncoming traffic. Um, and like towing that line is really, really hard, but it's not a finite line. It's more like a road or a path. Um, and so instead of thinking like tomorrow, da da da, like I think about it just as like a continuation, like it's not that each day is like a brand new clean slate it's that each day I just like add a little piece of like progress to like the the grand string of my life and what I've learned um so yeah and so that's like really what I'm trying to bring to today and the fact that I do feel kind of bummed out that I'm leaving um but again there is no failure there is just more data and more data is really good any way you can get it um and that really applies to working as well like one thing that I've learned in writing a book which is so much larger than anything else and the feeling of that is also like akin to being in the desert where um also, don't worry, my, the metaphors of my book are better. Um, but you never see the end, right? So when you're in it, you're just really in it and you look forward and you look left and you look to the right. And it's just like expanse as far as the eye can see. And you look behind you and you're like, oh, wow, like there's the starting point. And that feels like really um, reassuring to retreat to. And so there are a lot of writers who you know, might waffle a lot and like whatever. But what works for me in my experience, especially as someone who used to do short form and then, you know, went to long form. And for me, like that was, um, people really liked me at six to 1100 words. Um, and nobody asked me to be like, you know what, we'd like 90,000 words from you. Except I was gonna be like I'm doing 90,000 words this is what I'm doing and so the only way I was able to do that was just keep going forward and again this is one of those things that you hear every single time but until you experience it you don't really know what it feels like and you just certainly don't have any sort of um, memory or information or data on like what that can yield and it's such a trust fall and it's like a trust like it's you just have to keep doing it and that's the other thing like 
if you just remember that there is no failure, there is more data, there's just more data that helps you put one foot in front of the other. Um, setting um, manageable word goals each day really helps too. Like some people do 500, some people do 1,000. And that's the, the dope thing about that is it's like they're not keeper words. Like now that I've done a whole book, like I know that once I get to the end of the first draft, I will probably rewrite you know, just every single, if not every third word. Um, and it's daunting and it's hard, but it is what it is. And it's not your fault. And no one else is really doing it that differently from you. Um, but the thing that sort of like mo- momentum as small and as like quiet as it seems certain days, like just that there is no failure, there's just more data, there is no failure, there's just more data, helps you with some of the indecisiveness. Like, you have to just pick, a, you just have to pick a path, like in every fork of the road. And the thing that I've discovered, which is so funny, and I don't know if you'll have the same experience um, as you sort of, you know, go from like one type of shape of like noun that you verb in your art to a different shape of it like I will find like in a second draft sometimes that I'll make the same jokes or I'll make the same allusions again like around the same places so like I'll be rewriting and I'm just like oh my god like I can't believe I made this huge mistake in like an in a like a couple page patch I'll be like rewriting rewriting and then I'll naturally find myself going back to the original path by way of like making a joke like 200 words before having made the same joke and like yeah like you're you have to just like trust your taste and you have to trust like your abilities and just where your mind goes and once you trust it enough to get to the end and you start from the beginning again you'll see like the grooves and the patterns of like where your like voice naturally sort of takes you and that's like really reassuring but it's not something you get to have until you've gotten to the end and then you've started over again um I also wanted to share something that was interesting to me that has nothing to do with working but it's something that sort of helps my brain be quieter in the background when I'm doing things um so I found that my like it's so funny like we all have these I I believe that we all have these addictive tendencies and like you know everyone's thing is different and your thing could like evolve and change and as my um, addiction uh, vis-a-vis like just like body image and food stuff kind of got quieter I noticed that I found myself really addicted to work um, and I would achieve that same like stoned state as I'm working where I'm just like plugged all like I'm just like ejector seated out of my body Um, and I've just recently discovered a new one which some of you might relate to which is buying stuff And I'm never going to get, I don't think I'll ever get to the point where like I'll be in tremendous amounts of debt just because um, I've, you know, I've just been 
broke for so long um, in my career because a creative career just doesn't yield a lot of money um, at any given time. And so despite the fact that like every few years or so I do take like a corporate job and like stockpile all of that, I still have the the fear that I will, I'm like two steps away from being homeless constantly. Um, so it's not that I have like a shopping problem. It's a mechanism that I just sort of like stumbled upon the other day where, and it was understandable that I went there because like, again, I've been sort of arguing a lot with my partner and just like struggling a lot with, um, the book launch and like this new manuscript I'm working on. But I was in this store for like an hour and a half, which again, isn't that bad. And I bought, I tried on like a trillion things. And as I was doing it, it made me more and more anxious because I realized I was like trying on things for this like idealized version of myself in the future or this event that I don't have an invitation to yet, but I could, and I need the perfect thing for this event. Right. And so already I'm like totally future tripping, which I think fuels a lot of shopping especially like online shopping when where you go like feed brain and totally wide-eyed when you're like you know black mirroring and just in this weird liminal subconscious unconscious state but I was kind of white-eyed and feed-brained in this store um and I realized that again the universe is so funny because it just has the thing that like you're meant to do and if you're really quiet and not fighting you can usually locate it um like in your most gentle path right and so I found this one thing and it was perfect and I was like oh I'm so lucky I found this thing in midst in the midst of all this other stuff and then I became hell-bent on getting another thing And I always do this and I don't want to like Marie Kondo you or whatever about sparking joy, but there is an aspect of this where I've learned that every time I get two things, it's not just a manner of diminishing returns where like the first thing's great and the second, second's great too, but less great. It's that getting two things completely robs me of experiencing any joy around either thing and the real and the reason is that no matter how objectively good one is the hesitation or the long tail of waffling and worrying that I maybe shouldn't have gotten the second thing or whatever or that I did it wrong or that like oh my god you're such an idiot you should have gotten out you'll never get that time back and it took you 10 minutes to find the first thing and an hour to find the second thing all that stuff ruins the entire acquisition experience for me. Now, I've learned that acquiring um, things is not great for me, period, because again, I future trip a lot. And because it sometimes I'm looking in a mirror a lot and at that, you know, my dysmorphia, like who knows what goggles I'm looking at out of that day. And in in the same way, I don't like weigh myself that frequently anymore either, because I'm just like, why would I do that? Like, why wouldn't I just give my day a chance, you know? Um, But yeah, and I really do find that with everything, like the magical serum that's going to make me 10 years younger, that I need to get four, like I need to get nine samples and like three things and I'll quote return it all later. 
or like just literally anything um like a print for my house or a new pen you know like maybe I didn't get the right one so I need three like all of these things that like prevent me from making a decision like truly there is no failure there is just more data even around like crap like all of those windows worrying is what contributes to like a really like palpably lowered quality of life um and like it fuels my dreams it's like such a mess and it just like the long tail and everything just makes me really crazy and so when I say things like gentle gentle or like what is the universe like telling you or whatever it sounds all like hokey but for me gentleness is less math gentleness is closed tab gentleness is not getting the second thing that makes the first thing less happy and yeah gentleness is not thinking about the ways to fix the failing of the second thing <laughs> like and so yeah like i really invite you to be like there is no failure there is just more data and also just to move forward and past and yeah in the same way I'm always like just do two things um I want to add like just buy one thing to that because yeah it never it's never gone great for me after that first thing um yeah so that's it um I hope you have a good day. I know some of you have a holiday today and some might not. And some of you are going to spend the day um, ruminating on the fact that it's President's Day and reading every piece of news on um, this person who is carcinogenic to know everything about. Um, I wish you gentleness around that and your need to be informed um, and I, yeah, just like applying just some sort of yielding around that so you don't, um, self-harm with it. Not that knowing things is bad, knowing things is really important so that you can act against things in an informed way, but just, yeah, gentle, gentle. Okay, have a good day.